episode 54 of Flight Football and Anything Else. I'm Dave. And I'm Mike. How you doing, Dave? Better than most, not as good as some. How are you doing, Mike? Wonderful. A little post-Christmas action. Uh, family Christmas Friday, in-laws Saturday, my mom's today, so three straight days oh, of wow. Christmas. And yeah. Santa was re- real good to uh, good to me. No complaints here. Good, 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 good. Awesome. Yeah, I I had a good couple, two or three days myself. Well, that's good. Um, before we get into the beers, I do. Have, it's not really a corrections corner. Okay. But I do want to clarify something because I'm disappointed. Uh, in our Christmas episode, episode fifty three, we got talking Christmas movies. And I, although I do really like the three lines I gave for Christmas Vacation, very disappointed in myself because the clear number one in that movie for me is if I wake up tomorrow with my head sewn to the carpet, I won't be more surprised than I am right now. So um, that is my favorite line when uh, Clark lights up, finally gets up, the house lights up, and then Eddie in the RV pulls up and and Clark is hugging him. And, yeah. Uh, so that is actually my favorite line. I mean, I guess it's not really an error because I guess I could have listed sure. any three lines as my three favorite. And it right, right. Been a mistake, More of a but, clarification. But yeah, or a clarification. Of a that amendment, that amendment is. To so that. I think the one I would have eliminated is the shitter is full. I would have eliminated that and went with my other two ones, but that one is my favorite line of the movie. Right. So, um, but hey, when you know, when we only spend 15, 18 hours planning the pods, things, yeah, get, right. over, things get overlooked. I, I mean, know. Sure. I'm, yeah, exactly. Especially when we're working 60 hours on our full-time jobs. Exactly. <laughs> so, Mike, I got a question for you, though. Yeah. I'm wondering, it, I, you know, we came down, he was setting up for the pod, and then I kept looking over, and I'm like, Mike's got a shiner. Where the, where the hell did that come from? And, uh, and and I I kind of hesitated to ask because I figured well he would have told me yeah so what's up yeah well you know I I wish the story was I I was walking down the street and I saw a uh, pack of ruffians uh, defended an old lady no you know yeah. jumped a bus full of nuns and and we're going to rape and pillage and destroy right and I ran out of the bus superhero like. <laughs> You know, got them all t- apprehended. Right. The cops came, nuns are saved, and I'm a hero. And this little black guy is all I got. Right. You know, you know, I, I should actually go with that story <laughs> because it's probably more believable than the actual story <laughs> itself. So, um, I'm working Saturday, and I'm pushing a cart, and it has some 20 ounce bottles on it on the bottom. It's not a full case. Case has 24 bottles. There's probably about 20 in this, 18 to 20 bottles in this one. I'm pulling the pulling it, and as I'm pulling it and turning it, that loose case gently hits another cart and falls off of my cart, and thus the 16, 18 bottles fall out of the case. Oh, gotcha. So I'm picking them up, and I know one of them is underneath the other cart. So I've got about 14 of the bottles on my cart back in the case. Right. And I reach over the cart because i know it's underneath the other cart and obviously just normal body movements sure. as you reach down your head follows sure so as i'm reaching down right on top of one of the 20 ounce hits me oh. right in the orbital bone and oh, i'm like yeah. it didn't hurt at all and i'm yeah. like i wonder if that's going to leave a mark and then thought nothing of it sure and it started to bruise up 
I thought you were going to tell me the the top of the bottle like went into your eye socket. Oh no, it, it looks that it bad. It was actually right on the orbital bone. Sure. And I bet you, twenty years ago, when the bones and everything were twenty years younger, it sure. might not even. It might have just been a little red. Yeah. But you know, at fifty three, you bruise easily, and it right. was just the top of the bottle. <laughs> but I mean, I caught it good because I reached down right. and I caught it right. And it didn't even like I finished the day. And then when I was over my mother-in-law's house, I went to the bathroom, washed my hands, I looked up, and I'm like, it did leave a mark. And then they noticed. And then when I woke up this morning, oh, yeah. it really came to the yeah, surface. Yeah, it really purpled yeah. up. So one of um, your merchandisers, um, I was in the store, I don't know, last week. Big moppy-haired, curly. He kid. told yeah, he told me about it. <laughs> and he's like, what? He look, messed look, up his leg pretty. Actually, he scraped it up pretty good. And, that, and he said that his customer kicked him. He played it off well. I'm like, and he said he knew you. I'm like, one of my. And, and then he so then he showed me. No, he's no. I said okay, and then it made it made sense. But <laughs> yeah. yeah, he he hit the old shin on on the cart. And it yeah, well, his foot went through the oh, okay. opening. Yeah, yeah. He, he tried to step up on the cart like he was doing his best. Uh, and and his hopefully. Uh, HR's not listening to that because his and technically, I guess, my, you know, because if I go blind during tonight's episode because of this <laughs> violent injury, right. technically it should have been called in as a work-related injury. Yeah, true. But if I was going to do that, I'd be, I, I would never get off the phone. <laughs> so, you know, it's like, yeah, yeah, hurt my finger as I was throwing cases. Yeah. Um. Anyway, what do we got for us oh. tonight, Dave? Episode 54. I guess this is a beer tasting show. It so. is. And I've got, um, I've got three that I'm... Very much looking forward to uh, Christmas gifts from my sister Carrie and my Thanks, brother-in-law Carrie. Eric. Eric, thank you. The first of which is, oh, I pronounce it for me. I'm going Elysian. Elysian. E L Y S I A N. I'm going Elysian. I'm not. A, I wouldn't bet my life, but that's what I'm going to go. I, with. I like that. I think that's the closest that I'm going to get too. But uh, Elysian Space Dust IPA. And it's coming in at a pretty pretty healthy 8.2%, 62 IBUs. All right. All right. And um, this is actually a, all the way around Christmas tasting. I'm going to open the bottle with a bottle opener that Liz got me for Christmas. And Jamie Wendy That's used her nice. uh, engraver. With the flights, football, and anything else logo, um, I know there's another name for it, Jamie. It's not an engraver, but uh, laser know, cutter. Thank you, laser cutter. Your sister and brother-in-law got the beer. Yep. And then today, as a Christmas gift, my sister got us glassware, and this is a specifically designed uh, IPA glass. Right on. And I I don't have the box down here. Maybe one day I'll read what it says. But anyway, it's designed to really bring out the best flavor. in color, flavor, and everything of an of, of an IPA. So, actually, looks like a ribbed condom at the bottom of the glass for our <laughs> listeners to get a to get a visual <laughs> of the glass. And Dave, you got to admit that's actually a very accurate description. Yeah, I, <laughs> I mean, it is. So. <laughs> it is. There we go. Cheers. Cheers. And I cannot tell if they're glass. Well, or, or, according or, to that, or, one more. Or a oh. combo. So I think there's some glass, but I don't know if it's all glass. Hmm. Or it's a tough plastic, but it sure. doesn't. So anyway, regardless, cheers. Cheers. 
Now that, uh, I actually think the smell is actually more overpowering than the taste is. If you bring it hmm. into your nose. Yeah, I'm getting the notes there, but I think it's equal. And actually, if you didn't taste it right after you smelled it, I don't know if I would drink this after I smelled it. Because it, I think really? it kind of stinks, but the taste is pleasant. Yeah, I mean, it's got all of our favorite hops in there. Chinook, uh, Chinook Citra, and uh, Amarillo. Um, and Grandpa Blackhawk sent me a link, so, and he rags you as much as he can for the Wimbledon, but you're right. not the only one that says Wimbledon, because he, uh, thank God, I think it was from Joey Fatone, I think it was, and you said he's on Fox or something, and, uh, and the maybe. question was, which of these events will you attend, and he only sent a snippet of it, so right. I'm assuming he meant, um... Like once, hey, once everybody's vaccinated and sporting events are 100% capacity, which of these three events will you attend? Yeah. And the first one, clearly spelled with a D, and the guy said Wimbledon. And Larry was just amazed that you're not the only person that says that. Oh, wow. So, no, Joey Fatone. I got the wrong guy. Who's Joey? I, I may have heard, heard it wrong because it's only a 16-second snippet. Singer. He must be oh, hosting, yeah, hosting yeah, he, a show or a... Huh. Either that or I didn't listen clearly enough, but I heard the Wimbledon that the guy yeah. said. And it's only a 16-second clip, but... Um, oh, he was one of the he was one of the uh, singers in NSYNC. Hmm. Well, you want to listen to his sporting events. <laughs> um, before we get into the crux of the matter, I know the listeners are patiently waiting for the standings of the flights, football, and anything else. I know I'm not. League. Um, Josh and I... In week 15, each had a 38. So the standings through week 15, I had 522. I maintained my 40-point lead over Josh Wendy at 482. Henry, 438. And you bringing up the rear, 334. Mm -hmm. Now, it'll get very interesting because Mr. Wendy's big gun is Mr. Alvin Kamara, <laughs> who blew up on Christmas Day for six touchdowns and 150 yards or 40 points in our scoring system. Uh, Josh is already done for week 16 with 62. I have 28 in Ezekiel Elliott, but he's a turd. So um, it looks like Josh and I are going into the final week of the season, and the difference may very well be twofold. One, the Chiefs have home field advantage throughout the playoffs, so... Right. Mahomes probably Mahomes and Hill probably aren't going to play, and McCaffrey, who they've been dick teasing all all <laughs> along, why they haven't put him on IR and just called it quits right. is anybody's guess. But if McCaffrey plays to close out the season, I could end up I've been, I've led for six seven weeks and I could end up losing in the last week of the season because Mahomes won't play, Hill won't play, Murray's got to play. Kamara probably won't play a lot. Who knows about McCaffrey? Evans is going to play, and Juju, you know. So right. it's going to be interesting between me and Josh going into the wire. And there, you know, there's a lot of money at stake here. If I forgot I, about them probably not playing. If I win, Josh owes me a thousand. If he wins, I give him a pat on the back. So there's a lot at stake here for both of us. So, and I get nothing. So, oh, anyway, 
I'll let the listeners know, and this isn't ragging on you, just right. that, hey, this is what you're kind of like first fantasy right, right, league. Right, right. I'm going to give you a tip. All right. They finally put Michael Thomas on IR. Right. And I said, okay, so the rule is if he's out for the year, and this particular IR is only three weeks, but that was the rest of the year. Right. I said, I need a receiver. And you took Tyreek Hill. Excellent choice. Except for the fact he's not going to play. Well, not only that, (laughs) Henry has uh, Tyreek Hill, and I have Tyreek Hill, and you're behind us. So you have to go different. Yeah. You should have went Devontae Adams, but he's probably not going to play. Right, right, right. Yeah, at that point, when I got the text from you, I'm like, well, it was was right before Christmas, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, well, I'm looking at my schedule of where to be and... What we're doing and stuff like that. And not said, to mention the fact be... you didn't have a snowball's chance in hell to win right. this thing. But I, for future fantasy, when we get up to yeah. 14 or 15 listeners, and this is like a six-man fantasy league and it's worth a Wendy's gift card, right. you may want to put a little more thought into who you're picking. You know, So that's yeah. all I brought it up yeah. there for. Um, uh, speaking of football, I got it. I got, uh, and you mentioned it to me, and we were going to, so you saw the two same things that I did. Because it was, I mean, that literally happened minutes of minutes within, apart. Because I was flipping back exactly. and forth between yeah, the games. That's what I was doing, <laughs> and it only backfired for one of the coaches. And this is how the game has changed. In my book, if somebody's giving you a fucking touchdown, take it. Right, get the points. Unless you've done the math and it's like, look it, we don't have to. Like, if a guy's running and he knows, okay, if I slide down. We have a two-point lead. If I slide down at the goal line and the clock's going to run out, we win by two. Okay, yeah. I would still, as a fantasy player, would like you to score that touchdown, especially if you're on my team. But, okay, that makes sense. You're going to fall down, clock runs out, game's over, you win. Right. What? Why was John Gruden, Gruden all he could do was take it down to 35 seconds to go in the game, and Jason Sanders from Miami... Um, yeah. If he's within the area code of the stadium, he's within range because he's hit from fifty-five <laughs> plus this year. Right. And all you know, best case scenario, right? All the Raiders could do was go up by a point with thirty seconds to go, and then, and arguably, yeah. I, I did you continue watching the Raider game? Yeah. To see how the Dolphins won. Yeah, 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 yeah. How did Fitzpatrick complete that pass? He fucking <laughs> no. didn't even see the guy. He <laughs> was getting his, his face mask <laughs> turned around. He, <laughs> and he just threw it in the he air. Was doing a, he was doing a what famous movie where the guy's head spinning around. Does a complete 360. It almost looked like he ripped his head off. Um, never mind. It doesn't matter. The Exorcist. No, 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 no. It was... Uh, I'm thinking it was Beetlejuice or something oh, okay, like yeah, that, yeah, maybe. All right, I but, uh, but I couldn't believe... I mean, it would. Yeah. It was underthrown a little bit, but he threw it exactly where the receiver was. And <laughs> right. it, was it, it was, I mean, it's arguably one of the best passes you'll ever see. I mean, and thus his nickname. Yeah, Fitzmagic. Um, and then there was, I mean, I just don't understand did why. Did you see the postgame? Did you see Gruden's postgame? No. Oh, because no. I did. And, you know, they asked him. They said, why didn't you, why didn't you score? Why didn't you take the points? And he said, we talked very briefly about it, and we did the math, and we thought if we can get the clock under 20 seconds, we've got a pretty good chance to – I mean, we know Fitzpatrick is playing well, but under 20 seconds we got a pretty good chance to hold him. And and he said what did it was the penalty. Right. It, but that's – that that was the key thing. It was yeah. like, but if you need, if somebody's got to score a touchdown, I mean, I even might even say, okay, I get it. 
All they needed was a field goal. If if they would have if right. if playing for the field goal put them up by four and Miami needed to score a touchdown, we might we wouldn't even be talking about this right now right. because it's like okay whatever. But you put them in a position to kick a field goal right. and win. Right, and it, yeah. that's all it took was one blown coverage and one penalty. penalty. Yeah. And you can't even really fault the guy for the penalty. He's getting blocked and he's just reaching out trying to make a play and just happened to grab Fitz, Fitz Magic's face mask and. Right. Yeah, t- right. turned his head around, but so and then at the same time, usually that a happened, coach would say, "Once your fingers feel like, I mean, they're professionals; they know what a face mask, face mask versus shoulder right. pads, or you know, right." But in this day and age, once the hand hits, hits the, the face, oh, yeah. it's you, so you might as well try to break the guy's neck, I guess, because <laughs> I mean, because it's fifteen right. yards regardless, because it was a hand to the face. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, um, yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. And then literally. Moments before the Raiders debacle that got them the field goal, Liberty is playing for a field goal. Against against uh, Coastal, Coastal Carolina. Carolina. The first play, I mean it was it was funny, it was almost like an electronic <laughs> football game, which my sister Christine Law got me a new electronic football game. Exactly. And the guy for Liberty gets the handoff and kind of stands there. And the guy from Coastal Carolina is like they, they kind of initially backed up, and then the other guy's thinking, well, I can't let him run the clock out. So he went up to tech, and then the guy just fell down. Sure. And then on second down, for whatever yeah. reason, that same running back ran forward, and, and then his tight end picked him up. Number 88. And then he put the brakes on like a, like a Fred Flintstone stopping the car. And I tell it you what, it was hysterical. Though, it was hysterical, but I honestly believe that ball broke the. I think it did. There's no way it didn't. And so it was almost poetic justice that Coastal Carolina got the field goal blocked. Right. Because I think it was actually a touchdown. Yeah. But neither here nor there. They, so could, they couldn't. They didn't have enough evidence. They couldn't see the ball in the pile. Right. And, and, tur- then, and overturn it. But the bottom line is, look at. Unless you know for a fact you can you, you're winning the game and you can mathematically get the clock to zero 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 without running another play, if a team's giving you a touchdown, take it. Yeah, because you cannot put your faith in a kicker; it just never works. Uh, along the same lines, everybody's ragging the Jets. The jet, the, hey, hip hip hooray! Break out the Jets. Sorry, at Fishman Eight. I know you're. Brown fan, but like you even said, God hates Cleveland. So I guess if that's true, I guess it's a given. <laughs> um, but and everybody's like ripping the Jets. It's like, oh, you I got a news for you. Tanking sounds right, but players don't tank. I mean, there are guys on the Jets that are, don't want to end up sending their resume to me, right? You know, or or having to go to work in the real world. It's like. I got you know because they're right. they're trying out for the new coaching staff of the Jets, the new GM of the Jets, and or, if they don't or, make it for or the next Jets, year's trade deadline exact, or whatever, exactly. Yeah. So, I mean, you think uh, Frank Gore, who we mentioned, you know, friend of the pod, Frank Gore, six weeks ago. Although I still don't think he's a Hall of Famer, you think he wants to end his career on a team that went zero and sixteen? He, who does, yeah. Why does Frank Gore give a shit where the Jets pick? He probably he's got one year left, maybe at max. I mean, this might be it for him. What? It, why, why does right. he give a fuck what the Jets draft? Right. So players don't tank, oh. and that's why it's like when people when people get so mad at the team, I can't believe they won. It's like well, the fucking fifty three guys on the team care if they won. Yeah. They're they're showcasing oh, yeah. their talents and trying to win. Yeah. So you know the owner, you know, a la Major League. 
the movie Major League where the that oh, owner bought the yeah, team yeah, and yeah, she yeah. wants them to lose and they all get together and like, hey fucker, you know, we're gonna win this thing. And uh but it's it's like so Dorn. Yeah, it's like it's so it's like uh I, I you know, players are not gonna you know, Sam Darnold's been through the ringer and I as I mentioned a few pods ago, Adam Gase has ruined him. You think he he wants to get wins. I mean, players want to win. There ain't nobody want to get up, go out there and lose fucking every single week. It's right. No. So I no. mean, I mean, if anybody's gonna tank or something, maybe an offensive coordinator or somebody hmm. running plays, or they're gonna keep running plays into situations oh, where but, they're gonna get. They know they're gonna get stopped. For instance, you know, perfect example. All right, James Robinson said he probably could have played today, but the Jaguars said, "Ah, uh, no, right. you're banged up. We're not playing you." Okay, that's not the players' decision. Gardner Minshew is probably a better quarterback than Mike Glennon, but Doug Marone felt Mike Glennon gave a better chance to win. Wink, wink. And then, like, there was a play early in the game where Allen Robinson, it was third and whatever, had to get to the 35-yard line for a first down. There's no way in the world that ball got. It, it would have been fourth, and Marone didn't even challenge it. So right. he's tanking, cause, right. although I don't understand how I – if. There's no way Marone should be coaching next year anyway, but he's probably like he's probably giving so he's gotta to listen to his bosses whether he's gonna get fired or not. He's like, Well, I'm not challenging it. Fuck it, and let him have the first down. Right. But the players weren't thinking that way. No. So <clears throat> excuse yeah. me. They gotta be sitting you know, at, at some point though, they have to be sitting back frustrated at times because they know it's a business. And sometimes there's business decisions being made. Not football, right? You know, oh not, yeah, for sure. Know. But that's when when eleven guys on the field got to get. I'm sure they're around. They're probably in the huddle. Like, hey, fuck these people. Let you know. Let's do it. Let, yeah. Let's make a stand yeah. here. And let's get it done. Right. So, um, by the way, Major League, one of my one of the best scenes. Um, and uh, is it is it Dorn? Who's the shortstop? I don't think the shortstop was a no. big name. The third baseman was Dorn. That was yeah, the guy from L.A. Law. Uh yeah, I think so. Anyway, but he's he's like you know yeah, he's he wouldn't he wouldn't take any he wouldn't take any but he wouldn't get down right. in front of the ball and he says my contract specifically says and then the coach the guy pisses on he chucks it down right there on the field whips it out and starts pissing on his contract. My my favorite line my favorite scene of that movie is where uh, Vaughn sleeps with Dorn's ex wife or a strange wife or whatever their relationship was I don't remember and. He comes to the mound for a visit, and Vaughn's thinking, "Ah, oh, shit, he knows I slept with his <laughs> wife or whatever." And he just he just ha- t- hands him the ball. And he says, "Dorn, or I'm sorry, Vaughn, strike this motherfucker out." <laughs> and he did. Yeah. So good movie. I have to watch that again. All right. We ready to write this? So. Or? I believe we are. It's space dust. I, I think it's the space dust that gives it that wonky. Wonky taste. You know what? That's a good description right there. I think that's a. Is that an official uh, brewmaster's def or uh, in the vocabulary of uh, tasting? If it's not, it should wonky. be. It should be. I, we, I think so. Yeah. So because it's a, it's like dank. Yeah, dank and wonky. Yeah, dank doesn't sound like a very sophisticated. I think wonky is a, a wonky is better than dank though, because I, I don't say wonky because I dislike this beer. It's right. just got that. That maybe the combination of we haven't seen the combination of hops and how they're. It's almost like that. I've had this taste in my mouth before. That's what she said. <laughs> you know, type. All right, so I'm gonna go. Uh, we just did a description. 
the bitterness is a little bit 62. I guess it's right in the ballpark, maybe a little low in my personal opinion. I'm going to go 3.45. All right. Good. I can drink it. Maybe even have a, a one or two more. Uh, but it's, yeah, it's, it's just, it's, it's different enough that it's not right. It's not blowing my socks off different. And I'm going to go slightly higher than you at 3.50 for that exact same reason, because it's so wonky, if you will. Right. I'm going to send that out to the brewmasters. Like, hey, (laughs) I'm going to trademark it. This is a new term. Hey. You know, do any of your send us your wonky tasting beers. It's wonky enough where I want another one. It's almost like that uh, Hemperers thing oh, that we had in yeah, episode right. like five. It was right. like, hmm, you're yeah, like, yeah, like I don't know if I, I like it. Yeah, do I, I like it or don't like it? It's like, <laughs> you know, it's like a car yeah. crash. You know, you, you know, I don't want to look. I don't want to look. As you look, oh, did you see that dude? His head was hanging off. So. Uh, yeah, I like it. Let me uh, the untapped crowd. Let me check here. Oh, hey. Uh, so the untapped crowd must really like wonky. Three point eight six. Now get this too, uh, because this is a Seattle, Washington brewery. So they're gonna have a pretty a pretty um, dense population to distribute this to. Uh, discerning taste. 323,000 check-ins on Untapped. Wow. That's one of our... So, I don't think it's our highest, but it's one of our higher ones. Did we ever mention... What is the brewery? Did we ever mention that? It's, or is it's it Elysian? I think it's Elysian. Okay. Yeah. I'd have to put... I'd have to find my readers here and look at the... Do, do, do. Uh, yeah, Elysian Brewing Company. Yeah. I mean... Seattle, Washington, <laughs> and Fort Collins. I mean, like, 30 seconds of research on my part before the pod, I could have found that out. Yeah. Before, but research is for suckers, Dave. <laughs> there's uh, there's lies, there's damn lies, and then there's research. <clears throat> That's right. Or we, it could have been a government research project, and we could have, you know, charged them $2.5 million for that research. Then we'd be, we wouldn't be making as much as we're making on this pod, so that's, that's, that's a bad idea. All right. Well, regardless of how much we're making, let's get into our second tasting. And this is coming from Bell's from Comstock, Michigan. This is Larry's latest Juicy IPA. This isn't uh, Grandpa Blackhawk Larry, is it? Could be. I have no idea. Maybe he's keeping He might be a, moonlighting. Maybe you know? he's keeping a secret from us. All right. I have no idea. Uh, this comes in at 6%. 50 IBUs. I like the label. I don't know why, but when I saw this label, it reminded me of the Masagave that we tasted in... From Founders. From Founders in, I don't know, 12 or somewhere in that neighborhood, episode 12. But uh, I'm guessing it says juicy, so we're looking at probably a New England-style IPA. Well, let's see. This bottle openers, this is awesome. Jamie, it's got, a, it's got a wood grain with like a stainless steel um, center to it, so the laser went through the wood grain, and so the the silver, the stainless steel, pops through. Right. Yeah. Jamie, 
what Dave is doing is uh, asking you if you could possibly make him a uh, flight football than anything else bottle opener. He would much appreciate it. See, now, Dave, what I do there, that's kind of like my passive-aggressive way to ask questions because Alex still hasn't answered me if he has tackled that Jarrett Patterson or whatever the guy's name is from Buffalo. Yeah. So I know Alex is at least three or four pods behind because he has yet to answer my question. <laughs> so now if Jamie doesn't answer, you know, now in fairness to Wendy's, you know, Josh will normally listen when he travels right. and then he'll bang out like eight in a row and he'll like text me something and I'm like, uh, God, that what was are you talking ago, about? What are you talking about? He's like, well, this. I was like, oh yeah, that's fucked up by then. I don't even remember what you're talking about. So we'll see how quickly you get your bottle opener. <laughs> Not that you have to listen. It's just that's right. just my. Right. I guess no. it's a passive aggressive sure. way of saying, hey, are you listening to the pod? Everybody's got their way. Nice right. hazy. This very, is this is actually very, ha- yeah. This very New England. Although we're not drinking out of the I- official no, IPA glass, so maybe not. that makes the haze hazier. Could be different. Cheers. Cheers. Solid. Yeah, there's no uh, wonky there. Nope. That's just an IPA. Nice. Yeah. It, the name bears its it bears its name. Juicy. Yeah. That's like almost like you're drinking a screwdriver, really. <laughs> kind of. A, the beer version of a screwdriver. Yeah. Like it. Um, Fan favorite segment. I, there, there wasn't a lot going on, probably because we were so busy with the holidays and whatnot. But I, I have two topics that I found kind of like, you know, not even head-scratching, but like, hey, what's your thoughts on it? All right. First one, Dave. Yep. The Duke women. Right. Got blown out by Louisville. Okay. But Duke women basketball is traditionally one of the nation's best. Correct. And they had like three or four COVID positives. And surprisingly enough, we probably haven't had much COVID talk since like episode 50. True. But, uh, you know, they had two or three positives and said, fuck it. We're done. We're, we're, we're not playing anymore this season. I did not read that. Yep. Really? Um, so... What's your thought on that? I mean, 18 to 22-year-old girls just throwing up the, the throwing their, I don't, throw, throw I, their I, hands in you the know air what? and saying, fuck it. Okay, so um, this is a segue from your earlier What's a com- segue? <laughs> it's one of those things you ride with a, <laughs> no, a they tour the, around Washington, D.C. The correct answer is five more pounds in a henway. <laughs> God, we crazy. Thank you. I'll be. Thank you. I'll be here all night. <laughs> um, so your conversation about tanking. I don't think those girls had. I don't think they made the decision. Do you? Do you think it was an administrative decision from the no, university? Uh, although Coach K sent it out in a boohoo, is what was mean. But well, Coach K is not why. their coach. No, I know. Okay. But he's he runs Duke. Uh, okay. You know, sure. most co- most colleges like that, it's the football coach. At Duke, it's, it's the, the basketball, basketball coach. coach. And he's like, whoa, I don't know why we're playing during a pandemic. This is ridiculous. Well, that's because he's losing this year. Well, right. <laughs> and then the girl, I mean, Louisville whipped them. I mean, and Louisville <laughs> beat them bad. Right. Okay, but my, my take is, my take on it is like, okay, 
Whatever. Well, I mean, hey, teach them. Yeah. And, and the and the nation, not, but yeah, it's not like you're 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 walking in the house after work every night, you know, going, Liz, what women's games are on TV tonight? Exactly, but and it's like the but what what I don't get about not that like, they're not what, good and you I can't mean, watch them. I'm just saying you're do, not doing that. So now that Duke is not playing women's basketball, yeah, the eleven to thirteen young ladies on yep. this team. Can no longer get COVID, right? Because they're not playing basketball, so they're no longer can get COVID and give it to their grandmother and uh, indirectly kill their grandmother because they're not playing basketball. They can't kill them, right? They can't get COVID because COVID knows that if you're a basketball player, I'm gunning for you. I'm gunning for you, bitch. And if they say, hey, look, we're not going to play because of the You're saying that's what COVID was saying. Yeah, that's what yeah. COVID. I'm not saying that. I could keep two shots. I've never, never watched COVID. I was COVID trying better. to wait. I, I, I had my own. I had my own kind of perspective going through there, and then next thing I know, I hear you say, "I'm gunning for you, bitch." And then I'm like, okay, and no, then I had to backtrack. Well, no, it's just like it's like I, okay. So, so now what are the are are the, what are what is the Duke women? Because I personally nah, think dumb. I personally think they sh- if any of if any of them are on scholarship. To me, they should lose it. They should lose the. They won't. Right. In this day and age, you know, because hell, I mean, you call in sick at any job USA, Main Street USA, from Duke women's basketball to Joe's party store on one two three Main Street, <laughs> any town USA, yeah. you're getting fourteen days and some type of payment because nobody wants to work here. But I say you lose your scholarship because it's like okay. Couple girls got COVID. I mean, none of them even right filled up the hospital beds. Right of the uh, whatever the, whatever uh, health health system they have there. Right, and it's just like okay, well, so but now now that there is no more Duke women's basketball for this year, right? Those girls are. I mean, they're they're like Wonder Woman eighty four. They're bulletproof. I mean, they can do anything they want because there's no way they're going to get COVID. Because they're. I know for a fact that they're going to hole up in their dorm, yeah. get on their uh, Zoom class, right, and study to be the lawyers and doctors and neurophysicists and nuclear engineers that all of them are going to be because Duke is a prestigious university. I get it, and none of them will ever be exposed to COVID because they're all holding up. Because it's it's basketball that gives you COVID. If once you start dribbling, COVID's like I don't like the dribbling. I don't like the sound of that ball bouncing. I'm coming for you. No, I I agree with you. That that's, it makes no sense. It's dumb with all these other teams that play and, and look at every all these sports that nobody you know the MLB as cattywampus as it was, they made it. They got a World Series champion, yeah. and Justin Turner has not even been charged with any murders. <laughs> And he ran on the field with no mask and celebrated when the Dodgers won the World Series. Right. And he has not been convicted of any murders yet. And the NFL, I tell you what, say what you want about the the moneymaker that is the NFL. And they're not done yet. They, right. they, they have week 17, and they have their playoffs yet. The NFL hasn't missed a fucking beat right. during COVID. The only beat they've missed is what was it the Steelers schedule? Well, they've, had, they have, it? they've had to reschedule, it, but hell, we got Wednesday football. That's the plus to me. Well, wasn't it that I mean, week? We, didn't, didn't we have Monday, Tuesday, it, Wednesday? Yes, we Thursday. did. What's wrong with that? There ain't nothing wrong with that, right. Dave. It's like the NFL got us action every day of the week, right? And they're, they're and they're going to pull this motherfucker off, yeah. And 
it can be done. I still, I would, st I still like the sixty. Mm -hmm. You know, I want to see sixty-five thousand people in that new. Everybody says where the Raiders are playing is a oh, fantastic and, and, you know, venue, Las Vegas, and oh, you know, sure. sixty-five thousand fans in the black hole and whatever, whatever. But anyway, all right. <laughs> so we yeah. we kind of agree on we, that. We, yeah, we the Duke women's. I mean, okay. Pause. You know, take a break. Sure. Get your players healthy. Sure. Follow the protocols. Yeah, like... Uh, get your ass back out on the court. Like Wisconsin, some of the college football teams, right? Right. That went to the wire. Yep. Ohio State, a couple of them went to the wire where it was like, hey, if you miss another game, it doesn't make sense for you to, you know, continue a season on two games. Speaking of, this got to be a blow to your... A dagger in your heart. Speaking of Wisconsin sports, uh, Wisconsin ba men's basketball had the biggest margin... No, not biggest margin victory. Scored the most points that they've ever scored against a ranked team. Yeah, as they beat Michigan, I think it was like eighty-five, seventy-eight, or something like yeah. or something like that. Something like. And that. then Sparty promptly lost the second straight game to whoever they played yeah. after. Wisconsin. Oh yeah, it's the first time. They but did. that that's Izzo's modus operandi, I think, isn't it? He well, kind of like plunges through the regular season, gets he, his team. He almost he almost tears like like you've seen whether it be in the movies or he almost tears his team down. To build them back up right. right at the right time. Yep. You know what I mean? Oh, I agree. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, something along those lines. He messes with the chemistry and the lineups and, oh, you're starting tonight. Oh, you know, you've been playing like shit, even though maybe they haven't. You know, you're not starting. This guy's starting. Yeah. So you never know. All right. The the second story, I, I have fact-checked my data, and I think it's real. Okay. I wasn't there and I don't live in Florida, so I'm not 100% sure it's real. But We'll blame the Russians if it's not. Everything I've fact-checked, I think it's real. This is back in September, late okay. August, early September. A Florida man. You know what? Hell, I'm not, you know, I'm sure he listens to the pod. I'm not even going to call him a Florida man. I'm, you know, Milo Johansson shot his doctor. And before anybody gets paranoid and thinking, I'm going to, you know, like, oh, this guy's a Manson lover. He, he loves murder. What's wrong with this guy? The doctor has since, I mean, minor injuries and has since recovered. So the doctor's fine. Okay. So there's no, there's no fucking ill will Gruesome, there. Gruesome, yeah. Yeah, so, I mean. Turned, he didn't fine. turn his head into a canoe. Exactly. Okay. But anyway, why did he shoot, do you know why he shot the doctor, Dave? Um, Because when he was doing his physical, he laughed when the guy took down his pants. Very, very close. I mean, I'd even give you partial credit for that. If this was if this was a test and you it was a pass fail, I don't know if you'd pass, but I don't know if I could fail you in right. good conscience. No. Shot the guy twice in the test chest because Wait a minute, this guy recovered and he got shot yeah, in the chest I twice? Mean, it might have been I don't know if it was who knows it may it's have a been like, gun? Yeah, it may have been like a little uh, a little uh, <laughs> the assault pistol or something. I don't know what, what it was, but he was shot twice in the test and that's why I said. I you know I wasn't there. Maybe it's fake news. Okay. But I saw I I did research at Fishman Eight. He's always big on research and fact checking shit. And right. I did look at other than going to the police department okay. and seeing it. Right. I, I'm gonna have to assume it's real. But yes, the doctor is century. He was injured. Sure. But oh, he's well, century if you're shot in the chest, <laughs> I would think you would be injured. But anyway. <laughs> What he was shot for is during a routine prostate exam, Mr. Johansson ejaculated. Oh, my God. Oh. 
Jake, <laughs> so stop. Yeah, so apparently, oh. apparently, he, he must have took that as a come on by the doctor and did not appreciate it. And that, like I say, possibly fake news, but I've checked three different sites no, and I've what? read that. Okay. And the, the doctor who was shot and recovered said it, it's not normal. Said sorry. It's not normal. <laughs> But it is ha- it has happened during a prostate exam oh because the prostate is a sensitive area, and it, it's been it's it's one of those things that's like to say it's normal is not accurate, but to say well that's never happened, sure. And you must because and apparently, I don't so know. So he thought he was like that because he was trying to make that happen. No, he because. If you read into the articles, and that's again, that's why I'm led to believe they're real, is because um, uh, one of his friends, or not his friend, one of his coworkers had said that he had made com- a homophobic comment that if a man ever tried to hit on him, he'd kill him. So it, the guy's apparently a big homophobe. Oh, gotcha. So okay. when he got the old, you know, the old the two fingered you know, yeah. the, the you know, like damn and pop, he was. But now my question <laughs> is, I find the most baffling part of this story is, all right, how many times have you? You're what fifty? Fifty. You're fifty. I'm fifty three. In so, would you say you've been to the doctor at least thirty times in your life, minimum? Oh, sure. Yeah. In those thirty doctor visits, how many guns? How many times have you brought a gun <laughs> into the doctor's office? Well, he brought it into the office. That's what the article said. I, yeah, I see, my yeah, assumption yeah, was yeah, he went no, back out no, to the no, car and walked back in. No, no, he you know after he, you know I, what? I, I don't know. I don't know. Where is this? Texas? No, Florida. The Florida man. Oh, I don't know. That's so, okay. Well, there there's a problem anyway. That's what I'm saying. It's like, why would you bring a gun into your doctor's office? Like, I'm getting a prostate exam. This guy makes me come. I'm shooting him. It's like, it's was it, crazy. Was it hanging on the little coat rack next to his hat? Or like... That had, the articles did he that lay I, it on the chair next the to his artic- pants? The articles I read did not get that description. Yeah. Now, in fact... You know what this sounds like? This sounds like? This sounds like the story that I heard over and over again about uh, in a physiology class. When you talk about uh, human sexual organs and et cetera, et cetera, and you talk about the the chemical makeup of semen and how there's glucose in there so that the sperm have something to, you know, energy, they have an energy source on their trip to the egg. And so you have, invariably, you hear in your physiology course or somewhere in college, you hear a girl raises her hand and says, well, how come it tastes salty? And then you go on Snoops or some of these other websites that do the urban legends and the stories and stuff. And they're like, they can't really pinpoint whether that was actually happened or, you know, whether it's something that a story somebody made up. But I'd be curious to see if this particular, because they investigate stuff like this. And maybe if they met, maybe he did, you know, maybe he popped and then went out to his car (laughs) and said, I'm getting me my pistol. And the guy was walking out after Oh, maybe. After yeah, hours, sure. and then he shot him? I don't know. I don't know. But I just thought, of, like, I mean, <laughs> I mean, wouldn't that actually, uh. if that, instead of shooting the guy twice, wouldn't, like, a thank you be in order? <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> Is that, am I going to get charged extra for that, Doc? 
<laughs> yeah, that's part of the routine. One well, of my one. insurance cover this. Yeah, because now you know, you because know, now it's almost like he, maybe he shot him because he was worried. He was I've heard of a happy jar- ending at the massage parlor, but, maybe but this the, is a little ridiculous. That might be what it was. Maybe he shot the guy because he thought he was going to be charged with prostitution. Because he went and saw somebody and ended up ejaculating. So maybe they thought it was going to be a prostitution. Maybe he thought he was part of a prostitution ring. And that was his, that was his, his um, not his M.O., but his uh, alibi. Well, I shot the fucker, so I, clearly this was not something I intended to have happen. So, um, but yeah, I mean, I, any listener out there, you know, Look it up, Florida man, late August, early September of 2020. So is it, so is it okay, go ahead. If sorry. it's fake news, yeah, call me out on it. But, I mean, like I said, I, I didn't drive to Florida and, you know, go to the police department and say, let me see all your, uh, your the evidence. Your, Where's the box yeah, exactly. with all the files? Yeah, yeah exactly. Okay. So, I mean, <laughs> in a, if it's fake, it's fake. But I, I so your, thought, your question to me, what do you think, Dave? Is, is this fake or is this real? Because, I mean, if you're or, in that segment, or Okay, yeah. Is it is it fake? Is it real? Or uh, if it happened to you, are you just could it have walking, happened? Are you walking out know. with your head held high, or are you fucking <laughs> shooting the guy? <laughs> well, I don't, that's a great question. I don't know what I would do. I I wouldn't shoot the guy, but I don't know if I'd go back. <laughs> I'm probably I don't know. I'm probably walking out there like. What? Or at least next time, or at least next time, go to an attractive doctor. Doctor, so I'd have an excuse. I'm probably going. I'm probably going to take a nap in my car, (laughs) smoke a cigarette, and go to sleep. They're going to find me in the car. (laughs) Mr. Peters, we're closed. You got to leave. Okay, thanks. But uh, yeah, so fact check us, guys. I mean, if if, if you can, it proved to me that it's bogus, and I won't dispute you. But I, like I said, I looked at. Different articles, and I mean, sure. and, and it's not like I looked on, you know, uh, Jesse's Facebook, right? Dot com. It was on the uh, yeah, it, it was, was on, on the a, yeah, Waterdale yeah. Chronicle or yeah. something. Yeah, at least something that's a real paper. So, uh, but yeah, wow. so interesting to see how. Uh, and um, when and this is the part that at Fishman Eight is probably gonna fact check me on, and didn't like. But um, the the last I read, Mister uh, Johansson had not been apprehended yet. Oh, because I mean, there is a that is a crime to shoot somebody sure. twice in the chest, whether they live or not. I mean, you can't just shoot somebody <laughs> twice in the chest. So, um, <laughs> well, I hope they find him before he goes to another doctor. But uh, all right. Well, anyway, on to the, our next topic <laughs> is. Uh, I don't think we got to cover what I've been watching or what we've been watching, not together, but together separately. Sure. If you've been sure. watching anything. And uh I you know, I, I'm a Netflix junkie. I, you know, I went I went from Unabomber in his own words, Ted Kaczynski's I mean it was that that is a very good not Manhunter, the Unabomber. Right. Because that's actually they take some of the facts and Make a ten-part series on it, and sure, yeah. it's watchable. And I think I talked about that like twenty episodes ago, right? But Unabomber, in his own words, is a four-parter, and you get to hear. And that's actually that. That's yeah. a very interesting watch. And then uh, we have the another Netflix 
from 2016 or 17. And I think what Netflix does, if you watch something, yeah. then all of a sudden something sort of kind of similar sure. pops up yep, into yep, your... Yep. Oh, it's it's all the AI like they have on Google. And, right. Yeah, and they're it's like, like, oh, they like this kind of thing. So, so I, so I watched The Keepers. Okay. And The Keepers is a seven-parter, about an hour each. So you got to invest a little bit of time to it. But it's very interesting. It's about the murder of Sister Catherine Sesnick. Oh. Back in 1969, a nun, and she was murdered. And then it just goes down rabbit hole after rabbit hole after rabbit hole after rabbit hole after rabbit hole. And yeah, no spoiler alert, but it would bring a note to yourself that don't watch your kids go to graphic school. <laughs> I mean that that's all that that's the only spoil that's the only like little spoiler I'll give you. Yeah. And then um and then uh on Christmas Day, Liz, myself, Justin and Nick, for the last we had Daddy's Home, Daddy's Home Two, Fences, another movie, and Beth. So it, for at least the last four years, possibly the last five years, yeah. Nick and Justin, I know you don't listen, Liz, help me out here, but it, Daddy's Home, Daddy's Home 2, Fences, and I know there was one more, and there was possibly another one more, but I think it was just the one more. So to, this would have been our fifth Christmas as a family to go to the movies. Oh, yeah. And now some movies were open, but they had very limited success. You know, right. offerings, and you right. couldn't eat popcorn. Couldn't re- if you can't if you can't eat popcorn during the movie. Why are you going exactly? So what we did to sort of semi kind of keep our tradition alive. Yeah. Um, the four of us uh, purchased on Amazon uh, Amazon Prime early release Freaky with Vince Vaughn. Which oh, I, I haven't even seen a trailer or anything for uh, that. It, I I thought it was a comedy actually, but it, it's not a comedy. But it's Vince Vaughn, like you've never seen Vince Vaughn, but very well. He's a serial killer, and oh, he gets he into is? the He's he a bad get, guy? Yeah, and he gets into the body oh. of a high school girl, and shall I say, as our friends at at don't forget the popcorn like to say, hijinks ensue, and then, right. but. Very entertaining. And so we 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 sort of kind of kept the tradition alive with an asterisk involved. And then this, you know, this morning, hour and 42 minutes, I watched um, on Netflix, Athlete A. Oh. Which was... Again, about, I've never heard of. About, very interesting. Yeah. Little disturbing. Very interesting. It's about the, um, the uh, United States... Olympic Committee and their gymnastics program and Larry Nasser. Oh. And um it's another thing about Michigan State I don't want to hear. Right. And it's uh but it's very interesting and um or don't want to remember. The two things I got out of this, two things. Number one, um fuck her name escapes me. Why don't I write this shit down? But anyway, <laughs> one of the victims of Mr. Nasser was would have been on the Olympic team. She was good enough to be on the Olympic team in 2016, but because of allegations that they had made, um, 
she was left off and left off as an alternate and then eventually actually went on and she was the actual uh the NCAA 2018 and 2019 um all around female gym, gymnast or whatever at the University of Oklahoma um Evans I think is her last name you know as Dave's looking that up as I babble here but so that just goes to show you even though something bad happens to you if you're strong enough um determined enough you yeah. can overcome this shit and you you can't you don't necessarily have to use shit as a crutch and as an excuse after what the terrible things that Nasser did to her yes that's her Maggie Nichols yes it is and Maggie Nichols was the 2018 2019 Gym, female gymnast of the year in the NCAA, and this was two years after she was left off the the USA Olympic team because, and she was and announced that she was uh, assaulted by NASA. Oh, yada yeah. yada yada. Yep. So hats off, kudos to her that you know something bad, something shitty happened to you, right. but yet you overcame it, and you, you know, and she basically she says, hey, you know, gymnastics was fun. And she went out and won titles and everything. And um, the other thing that I found baffling, and I'm not, because like 20 episodes ago when we talked about serial killers, it sounds like I, I defend Charles Manson. I don't necessarily defend him. I just don't know why he was charged like the others were, because he's the mastermind, but he wasn't there. I uh, I always, I mean, we had... A discussion, mm -hmm. and I came up with a rational reason why he should be charged and go to jail. Right. But I understand your point, too, in the right. sense that legally, you know, yeah, right. he brainwashed a bunch of people, but did he actually commit right. any crime himself? So now I'm not going to turn Larry Nasser into that. But the one, I, the one spoiler alert I'll give you, and the, probably the most disturbing part, and I don't even know if it was Maggie Nichols or may have been one of the many hundreds of hundreds of others that, because personally, I think what Nasser should be doing is on one end of the prison yard, we have Devante doing yeah. what he wants with Mister uh, Nasser, and on the other end of the pr uh, prison yard, I want uh, Big Bubba. Doing whatever he wants with Mr. Nasser. Sure. Because Larry Nasser is a scumbag. I mean, <laughs> right, I know. <laughs> uh, Charles Manson is person of the year, the Girl Scout <laughs> representative compared to Larry Nasser, in my opinion. Right. So I'm not defending Larry Nasser in any way, shape, or form, but the one part, and it's brought out in the documentary, the Athlete A, who Athlete A is, that's what Maggie Nichols is known at because she's. Yeah. Um, Maybe it was Maggie Nichols that was in there. He's she's fifteen years old, and he's giving her some therapy, right, on the injured part of her body, and there's a towel over her, mm -hmm. and her mother is in the room, and underneath the towel, yeah, I think I read this. Fill in the blanks, yeah. and we won't get too descriptive, but sure. it's like at how in the world. We're not talking about a three-year-old. Right. Where a three-year-old wouldn't know what's going on. Yeah. And I'm not, I am not blaming. Or even a six or I am not. Old. I'm not blaming Maggie Nichols. And that's why I said, I, my hat's off to her. She's fucking NCAA champion, 2018, 2019. After hats off, all this. Hats off. Yeah. Exactly. After all that. 
I'm not pointing, and, and like that's why I said, Larry Nasser should get what he gets in prison, and he's lower than Charles Manson by far, because you know my thoughts on Charles Manson. But anyway, 15 year old girl in the room with her mother. Yeah, you're like, I won't get any more descriptive. Sure. Watch the documentary, uh, Athlete A, and it's just like, how in the world. Does it get to that you point know, when the parent is in the room? Exactly. Yeah. You know, and I, then, I know, you know what you're saying. Because I'm, you know, Shelly or Liz Maybe probably the, are going to claw the eyes out of Larry Nasser. You know, oh, we sure. don't we don't have daughters, but it's like you know, in the room is like, you know, like with a four year old. Okay, the four year old doesn't know any better, and like, oh, you know, just looking at mom, and, you know. But the fifteen year old is like, and I'm not blaming, I'm not blaming the girl. That's sure. don't do no, not misconstrue what, what saying I'm is, saying. Is like, what's the missing piece of information where the girl something happens and Larry touches her in a place he shouldn't be touching her. And the girl doesn't look over at mom and kind of go exactly. That's the only. That's the only baffling part. And again, not defending, not saying he should be up because I mean there are hundred. I mean it's yeah. actually pretty. Athlete A is actually pretty. It's our. It's not a series. It's a hour sure. and forty minute documentary. Well worth the watch. It's. I think this yeah. is from two thousand nineteen. It's fairly updated. But you're saying it, it brings up some points. Yeah, and it's like you would hope that. Your 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 fifteen year old right. son or daughter because right. you know sons get you know. I men, have a daughter. I would hope she would turn around and grab the guy by the throat, or at know? least say, "Yeah, mom, it's my ankle that hurts." <laughs> and I'm not making a joke about. Yeah, it. I'm serious, it's, like it's, uh, it's my hip, not the inside of my thigh. Right. Yeah. You know, so I how he, that, and I'm sure they're I'm sure the parents feel sick about it. But anyway, very very good watch. And, sure. You know. Hopefully, Larry. Hopefully, Larry Nash is getting bent over somewhere in in, in Ingham County as we speak. <laughs> but uh, I say, speaking to Larry, let's uh, rate Larry's latest juicy IPA. That's actually yeah. a piss poor segue. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh wow. But we'll I, edit. That I didn't out. watch anything anyway this week. So no, actually, I did. The Crown on Netflix actually pretty decent. Um, is it kind of funny? The two things I did watch that had kind of an impact with, uh, for me was, uh, bombshell was, uh, and now I'm not going to remember his name, but John Lithgow played the, uh, producer, uh, creator of, um, Fox news uh, when the, all the Fox news people, um, not the owner, but the, uh, the, uh, when O'Reilly, you know, when he got fired, it was the true story of what happened oh, okay. during that. Um, and then, consequently, I sit down and Shelly's, you know, she's like, hey, this is really good, too. It's called The Crown. It's on Netflix. It's the story of Queen Elizabeth and, you know, what I happened see it, I see it on my thing. I've never sure. watched it. Sure. It's actually, it's very good. And guess who's playing Winston Churchill? John Lithgow. Wow. Yeah. If I pronounced his name right, I think yeah, I did. Yeah, you did. Um, so, and he plays a very good Winston it's Churchill. Win- it's Winston Churchill. Yeah. No. John. <laughs> John Lithgow. Um, but uh, those are the two things that I watched. But yeah, let's rate this. I'm I'm very all right. I'll go first. I'm very happy with this. Um, no wonkiness here. Straight up IPA. Liked it a little better than Elysian Space Dust. Did not dislike Elysian Space Dust. Liked the Larry's latest juicy IPA from Bell's a little better. I am going to go a three point six three. Three point six three. Now I felt that this is one that I could. I could drink multiples of, and if I get to the third one, it's still going to be delicious. 
um, a nice New England, like fruity, um, solid flavor without the wonky or or, or extra bitterness. Um, so I gave it a three point nine five. Okay, three point nine five. Now, so do you think that? Do you suppose that means I have a bigger drinking problem than you do? Because, quite frankly, we drank uh, winter lager last week that was given to us by. Um, loyal listener Jason Moeller and he gave four bottles and we yeah. you and I each had one prior to the pod so it wasn't an official ranking sure it was a pretty lousy beer <laughs> and, and um yeah but I still drank the other two yeah. after we recorded the pod so I mean I, I guess in theory I could uh, <laughs> I, I could just drink everything and call her good well Mike I think you're gonna like this one it's from Dogfish Head Brewing Company in Milton, Delaware. Uh, this particular beer, or maybe they, I, I haven't researched it, researched it enough. Maybe it's a series, but uh, it's in collaboration with Boston Beer Company. It's the 60-Minute IPA. I'm your 60-minute man. <laughs> or 60-second, whichever the case may be. Seconds, minutes, it's all the same. <laughs> That's what she said. All right. Okay, we got... Uh, it's got the 60-minute with the clock. I'm not sure what the other... What's going on there, but it's got a little hop logo. Not quite as hazy yeah, as I mean, the last I was, one. I didn't think it was either. No. Yeah, but a nice... Yeah, still got the nice haze to yep. her. Cheers. Cheers. Right in between. Yeah, the first two. Yep. Yep. Kind of a that piney. The the yeah. There's not the, There's definitely no juice like Larry's juicy IPA, but, but has the IPA sure. flavor to it. Yeah. All right. So, third segment. <clears throat> what do you want to talk about? Off the cuff. Off the cuff. I nailed it, and listeners, we always give full disclosure to you guys, so there's no... Very transparent pod. There's no setup involved here at all, other than the fact that I nailed it on Christmas Eve when Alex and I did our traditional killing of... What size bottle is the Crown Royal that comes in the little sack, and it's about this... Is that a pint? I, yeah, I would say it would be. But it's awful. It's a, I don't think it's a fifth, but I, it seems bigger than no. a pint. But anyway, for the second straight. Oh, it's got to be. Yeah, I don't, I, let me, let me the, do that while you're finishing your thought. For the second straight Christmas Eve, Alex and I finished <laughs> the pint slash fifth of yeah. Crown Royal Black. Not a, I think, I think Crown Royal is a whiskey. Nothing. Like my buddy Mike Klein on Dest at Destination Bourbon would drink, but fairly smooth. We finished that bottle. Last year we went to regular Crown Royal. This year we went to Crown Royal Apple. Finished the Crown Royal Apple, and then we went to a Jack Daniel's Honey. And I think it was the Jack Daniel's Honey that caused me to go to sleep. <laughs> wink, wink. <laughs> On the floor by the Christmas tree, Christmas Eve, and for the first time in uh, 
Uh, listeners under seven, plug your ears, please. One, <laughs> two, three, four, five. Got them plugged. For the first time in 25 years, that's how old Justin is, or will be in yeah. May. For the first time in 25 years, I did not help as Santa and Mrs. Claus as I was. Oh, <laughs> You were out on the floor. Were. I was protecting the tree to make sure that Grinch didn't come in and take any presents. But I actually, because last year I woke up Christmas morning fit as a fiddle, no hangover whatsoever, and it was just strictly Crown Royal. I think yeah. it was that nasty ass Jack Daniels honey it could that hit been. me right in the teeth. Because, yeah, Jack Daniels definitely yeah. hasn't. But has the, a... Crown, the Crown Royal Black is fucking. I love it. Yeah. But anyway, got off, as the kids say, a tangent. Right. I nailed these. Go ahead. Okay. So speaking of that, the uh, the Christmas uh, drink this year, which... Bam! Yeah. <laughs> Fuck yeah! I knew my bad. Good call. Yeah. Hey, before we forget again, proceed. Yeah. <laughs> so... Uh, the one bottle that caught my eye going through Meyer the one afternoon was the uh, peppermint bark rum chata. Okay, so they did an excellent job of marketing because they did the swirly peppermint, you know, uh, nope. packaging on the bottle. So you know, I had been just taking little nips at that. I mean, it had been, you know, kept it in the fridge and just taking a shot here, a shot there. Uh, but the other day I was grilling, uh, some steaks for, uh, Christmas day. Hmm. Yeah. We had prime rib Christmas day. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, grilling some steaks and Shelly said, you know, do you want a beer? And I said, well, no, you know what? I, I, I'm kind of feeling Christmassy, you know, got the spirit. So let's just, let's see what's left with the rum chata. And so she finished it off in there and I'm telling you what, um, it was great. I enjoy it, but sometimes a little too much of something good is too much. And so um, I probably should have stirred it a little bit more, but I got to the bottom and I'm like, okay, well, I got a little bit left. And I took that last swig and it was almost all pure. It must have been three shots of rum chata. And I had it, I, I couldn't spit it out in the sink and I didn't want to spit it back out in the glass. So, you know, down it went and about, I don't know, about a minute and a half, two minutes later. It felt like somebody drove a 16-inch penny nail right through my... And I just, ugh. Funny you mention that. That that actually must have been hard to get because as loyal listener, uh, one Chuck McPeak, I'd give his Twitter account for you the listeners to follow him, but he's not on Twitter, so uh, no Twitter account for Chuck. I think he's on Facebook, but I'm not on Facebook, so I don't know how to get... get you know, just look him up on Facebook. But anyway, um, on our... The one tradition that we got to continue, uh, Chuck and I have a couple of bro date traditions. The second of which was Black Friday, which we started back in the day when shopping was a part of Black Friday. Right. But in the last two or three years, capitalism slash commercialism, commercialization, um, you know, Black Friday starts typically July 5th or 6th now. <laughs> you know, so, I mean, so <laughs> the, last, the last few years, our Black Friday has basically, 
basically been we go into one store and then we go eat at Tony's. Well, this year, obviously, with COVID, restaurants couldn't have indoor seating. So we just said, well, there's really nothing shopping-wise that we need or open. So, And we can't go eat. So we kind of, we're not going to say the tradition stop. We're going to put an asterisk by it because sure, if we could have ate somewhere, we would have went out walked into Menards or something, and then went and got some breakfast and shot the shit. But lo and behold, the next tradition, as on Christmas Eve, and this is a longer of the two traditional bro dates, uh, we meet at Barnes & Noble, have two coffees and one of the cookies. And by the second coffee, which the Barnes & Noble coffee is Starbucks, by the time you're done with the second Vente, you're ready to just jump through the plate glass window <laughs> of Barnes and Noble because right. you're so hot, you're so strong. Start out. knocking yeah. down the stacks of books, you know. And, yeah. um, but anyway, he mentioned that he was like he wanted to get his wife Carol some of the rum chata, but apparently it just it was kind of like the uh, Bell's Four Hearted Ale or Double Two Hearted or whatever the fuck it's called. You know, it's a it's right. a just Double Two Hearted. Just yeah, a, right. can't find it. A limited release. Here it is. Get it. It's gone. See ya next year. And he went looking for the rum chata and rum chata and just could not find it any. So perhaps you could have spit that in the glass and let Chuck have it. I mean, because it looked like he was in the market for some rum chata. I had the I last. I mean, you wouldn't have had to tell him was, you spit it out. Sure. Sure, sure, sure. I had the last one that was on the shelf at the time. And then a few weeks later, I went back and um, I saw it restocked. Okay. So I don't know how long it lasted, but yeah. Um, Delicious, by the way. Anyway, before you, you as we, we spent five minutes between segments here thinking of what we wanted to talk about because we had something we wanted to talk about between segment one and two. And so, hey, hold it to segment three because we have nothing to talk about in segment three. And we drew a blank, drew a blank, drew a blank. And then I said this, and then you remembered it. Hey, that's a little look, that's a little peek behind the curtain for our listeners of how this pod is <laughs> unfolding. Um, but anyway, Christmas Eve, as we're drinking the uh, Crown Royal Black, and we have no computers up, folks, other than to record on anchorfm.com. Or is, no, there's not Anchor FM. It's anchor.com, right? No, it's Anchor FM. Yeah, anchorfm.com. Other than that. I'm gonna hit oh, no, Dave. It's just Anchor FM. Sorry. I'm gonna I'm gonna hit Dave with something here. Yeah. And I was able to nail them all, not literally. You keep nailing things on Mike. Christmas Eve, and I don't mean character names, mm-hmm. actor names, of the Hollywood Squares type picture of the '70s sitcom The Brady Bunch. Oh wow. Go. Actors' names. Yes. Zero. You don't know any of them. <laughs> right now? I'm like, I know the character names, but not the actor names. None of them. Zero. You don't know any of them. Zero. Come on. You don't know Carol's name in real life. Who gives a shit? You, well, <laughs> you should know. I mean, that, did you ever watch the Brady Bunch? Yes, you? yes, I did. Well, then you should know that Mike is Robert Reed. <laughs> okay, I did, okay, now that you're saying well, oh, yeah, I remember okay, the now credits. Okay, so now. I'm not going to be able Carol, to repeat them. Is Florence Henderson? Yes. Come on. Yes. All right. Yes, All right. Yes, so who is Marsha? Yes. Uh, Maureen McCormick. Everybody knows that. Let's go to the older boy. Let's let, let let's flip screen. Let's flip sides oh, of the Hollywood Mike, squares. I can't even who dust is off this. Who stuff. is Greg that in real life was sleeping with Florence Henderson? 
Right. Greg Brady was played by three, two, oh. one. Barry Williams. Oh my Let's God. go to the middle. Let's go to the middle daughter, Dave. Her name was Jan in the show. What's her real name? You're so good with names. Eve Plum. Oh let's flip. <laughs> let's flip flop. Do I remember to, these now that you're saying them? Sure. Let's flip flop to the middle boy. Uh, not Bobby P- uh, Peter. What's the P- what's Peter's name in real life? Uh, Steve Johnson. Three, two, one. <laughs> Christopher Knight. Let's go to the youngest girl on the lower left-hand corner of the board. Oh God, Cindy, not Cindy Lou Who. It's <laughs> Susan Olson. Let's go to the lower right on Is that the. One board. of the Olson twins? No, fuck no. Their mom? It, no, what? I, I guess it could have been their mom. It definitely couldn't be the, the Olson twins. <laughs> lower right-hand corner of the board. Bobby, played by none other than Mike Lookingland, and oh. Also, in the middle is Alice, played by uh, Janice Joplin. And B. Davis. Oh, you got yeah. zero. You I, were I, zero I'm told out of you I was going to get zero. Oh, fuck, man. <laughs> That's bad. That is bad. Every one of those names, though, when you said them, sure, I remember them. I well, mean, yeah. I, remember, I remember the names. I remember looking at them, reading them. I watched it enough that, yeah. But am I going to? No, I'm not saving enough room for that. I, I you're like you're it. good with names though. You're 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 way yeah. way way better. You know it's like oh, it's, you, it's if, like Brad Erlenbeck. Brad Erlenbeck. You 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 ask. I mean, you play. If you go on uh, name that tune with him and just do seventies eighties songs, and play one note, he'll he'll win a zillion dollars. Well, then he's got his match made because on uh, I want to say it's January first. January 3rd or January 10th, they've got a show with uh, one of the Jacksons as the band leader, and I can't remember the host of it, name that tune. And the, the girl said, I can name that tune in one note. And, go, and she says, push it. It's like, oh, bullshit, that's fucking text. There's no way you got push it out of that fucking note. Unless it's taken out of context right. and they give you clues to the song. Uh, they, may, they might. Because you ain't getting that far. You ain't getting no. push it on. <laughs> You're no. not getting it on that. <laughs> yeah, it's, well, I probably just mastered the the names of it because I mean, if only you could have imagined, you know what Wheezy dressed Jefferson and Andy Davis, me and me Wheezy and Andy Davis, woo wee, <laughs> on a snow day back <laughs> in eighth sixth grade. Oh yeah, <laughs> I knew, why did I know that was going there? Yeah, you never know. Hey, but uh, <laughs> yeah, we know. So. Yes. Now, random question. We always end with a random question, but it's getting harder to come up with a fun. That's what she said. Uh, yeah. Okay. Um, it's getting harder to come up with fun, uh, interesting, out there, random questions. So I may have offered one up because I wanted you. It was like a top three, so I couldn't give it to you. You know, um, I couldn't give it to you last minute. Because we didn't want a lot of dead air time. But, and you said, well, I think maybe we had this one before. So is it time to retire the random question part of the part of the pod? Listeners, uh, hit feedback, us on Twitter. Yeah, feedback appreciated. Facebook, email. Text. Text. Dave's home number is 989. <laughs> yeah, because the, the one you said that... What uh, action hero would you want to be? And I, I know we've had that because, so, I don't know. What other things, what other topic could we replace 
I thought of last week before I did our uh, random question last week is like top three, and then I anything, know, right? And I okay. um maybe, but then again, you know, top threes are also finite. And then maybe at that point we could go back to the traditional random question because I mean, like once you get, hey, what's your three favorite colors? Uh, blue, purple, orange. Wow, yeah, exactly. Yeah, wow, that was fucking fun. Yeah. Really? You like orange games? So do I. How cute. Crazy. I like Halloween, too. You know, so, I don't know what other, and, you know, quite honestly, it would be nice to get to the level if we could have a listener question. Ah, right. You know, and then have the, you know, hey, this week's listener's question is from, uh, Chad in the Ozarks wants to know yeah, blank. Right. All right. Well, Chad. And then, Boxers yeah, or whitey tighties? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, okay. You know, and then, or, hey, what would you rather do? And then it would be like, all right, hey, this is from uh, Mitchell in Tupelo, Mississippi. He, Mitch wants to know if, uh, you know, you, you were put- given a prostate exam and you ejaculated, <laughs> would you shoot your doctor? He'd <laughs> be like, no, no, Mitch, I'd probably give the man handshakes. Hey, man, I might ask the guy to marry me. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's that would be great. So, uh, so now if only we could get the listeners. Right. And then well, once I we get listeners, right. we can get listeners to respond to us. So, because listen, I, I think lists are decent short term is like hey give me your three favorite movies right uh number three for me is slap shot number two for me two and one interchangeable depending on the mood i'm in i'm gonna go bull durham two breakfast club one. No, oh, wow yeah so those are my three favorite movies right and you, you you know you can get feedback on that but again like i say once you get into uh Hey, what's your three favorite girls' middle names? <laughs> you know, Esther, Ginger, and Patricia. No, Patricia's her first name. Sorry. Yeah, Patricia. You can be sure. Ginger Patricia. Sure, you could be. So, um All right. Uh what other what other what other alternatives are there for a random segment? We've suspended this day in sports. Sure. I mean, because it got a little uh Ain't nobody give a fuck what happens 50 years ago. We know that. So, you know, we had to break away. I mean, we're... Uh, Unless our listeners want to hear it again and want to kind of reminisce about some of the things that, yeah, you know, they have don't. happened in sports. You know, they, yeah, they don't. Um, but, yeah, so what other things are out there as a random question? So... We'll, but, have, to, we'll have to think about that. Listeners, help us out. But as I... Uh, Chase my, uh, what is this, the 60-minute the IPA? Yep. I'm chasing my 60-minute IPA with the Edmund Fitzgerald Porter, <laughs> which makes a uh, kind of an interesting chaser. Um, you almost have a black and tan there, sort of. Yeah. that would. I should have dropped, dropped one or the other. Let's leave the listeners on this. Like, shoot something random. What, what, what should it be? I'm at a blank here, Dave. What? Uh, I, I I don't even know what could replace. I mean, maybe the random questions are irreplaceable. Could be. 
But, you, I mean, 53 episodes, how many, I mean, I, I guess the random questions are infinite. Could be. We just gotta, we just gotta, like, think of a different way to present them. But anyway, so, let's get back to your original one. And I think we've covered this, because I know I've said Aquaman, and I know I've said... But he's said, a superhero, not I, an action hero. Alright, so... No superheroes. But I also, and another one, I know I've said John McClane. Now, would John McClane be considered an action hero? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's an action hero, for sure. Yeah, so I'm pretty sure we've had this before. So there's not a lot of action, but I'm going to say, and I know I've said John McClane for something, so I will not say it for this one. I will say my favorite action hero is the outlaw Josie Wales. Oh, wow. So you're going like old school actual? I, th- I think I think the outlaw Josie Wales is a better badass character for Clint Eastwood than Dirty Harry is. Oh yeah, I would. Eh, maybe Dirty Harry's a badass. Yeah, don't get me wrong, but I, I'm gonna I'm gonna go. But with you it. know he's a badass, and the outlaw Josie Wales, you're kind of like you it's know, just, he, it's just that lawlessness. I think I'm gonna. And he slips from being trying to be a good guy into like being like I'm gonna I'm gonna effing kill you. Yep. So my favorite action hero, although like I say, there's not a lot of action because you're you're talking about '70s '80s movies. So what can you get? Right. I'm going the outlaw Josie Wales. Okay. All right. Mine's Major Payne. Kidding. I'm I'm joking. Say, yeah, he's, not, he's not an action hero at all, but okay. Well, he does beat somebody up in the movie, actually. But anyway, that's for the listeners going back yeah. to my, well, yeah, way my, back. my favorite movie way back, Major Pain. Um, pretty much um, any action hero that Jackie Chan plays, just because he can get himself out of any situation in the most crazy, ridiculous... You know, even if he gets his ass kicked, he's not, he's not, he's a badass, but he's not like, he's not like a, 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 you know, eyebrows to the center of the, the center of the forehead, like, you know, he's going to kill somebody, but he's just, you just can't beat him. You just can't knock him down. I'm not even sure I've seen anything from Jackie Chan. Really? It's not my genre. No, yeah, true. Yeah, I'm not a fan of it. But, um, all right, well, like I said, so any suggestions, thoughts, quibbles, antidotes, whatever, send them our way. If not, fuck it. <laughs> all right, I'm to the bottom of mine. Yes, sir. All right, so Dogfish Head 60-Minute IPA. I don't think I liked it. I know I didn't like it as much as the Larry's Latest Juicy IPA. Our second tasting, but it's good. Uh, it doesn't have the wonky flavor of the uh, Elysian. Elysian, yeah. E L Y S I A N. They ought to have some kind of a pronunciation labeling on there. Anyway, uh, it doesn't have the kind of the wonky, interesting flavor of the Elysian. Uh, this is almost. I mean, if you're going to drink an IPA, is this a lawn mowing IPA, or is it still a little too kicky in the teeth? Yeah, you, yeah, you don't drink this drink. Cut, cut in the lawn. Okay, I'm gonna put this at a three point five zero. All right, I was a little more critical of the sixty minute IPA. 
for the same reasons you were. It's like the Elysium Space Dust was the wonky flavor. Mm -hmm. uh, Larry's latest Juicy IPA had the traditional IPA with the juice flavor to it. And the 60-minute IPA was, yeah, no wonkiness, no juiciness. You knew you were drinking an IPA. Right. I'm not going to put it into the two range. I mean, it was. You know, I, I'll certainly drink more of these. Sure. But I, uh, I'm going to go lower than you, and I'm going to go 3.31. All right. And as I look down into my brand new IPA-style glass, I can see I'm out of beer. And as the late, great Stuart Scott would say, you ain't got to go home, but you got to get the heck about here.